This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about fruit leather. That's right. So I think this was suggested by us. I think it was. Yeah, like I know we're, we're both hungry for fruits. Yeah. And so we, we need to start putting fruits in us pretty soon. But we can talk I mean, about fruit leather while we do that. The unfortunate thing is that a lot of fruit leathers don't really have much fruit. That yeah, that that is unfortunate. Like unless unless you're a kid and don't care. That's true. We're gonna get around to that. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's begin on memory lane. All right. So I remember fruit roll-ups. That fruit roll-ups were like one of these revolutionary products when they mm-hmm. came out in terms of like producing haves and have-nots among among children at my oh, school. Oh yes, there are always products that are so good at that. Right. So like if you had fruit roll-ups, you were a member of the elite. Yeah. Right. Because. Yeah. Uh, you know, while the rest of the kids were trying to like scrape like a tiny, you know, morsel of fruit off of like a crinkly piece of cellophane, the fruit roll up kids were just like, wham, like, you know, you separate, separate oh, so sound, easy, easily. The sound, remember, yep. of like peeling it off the cellophane? Yeah, but then the fruit roll ups, they peel so easily. They got way more sugar than the ones your mom got at the health food store. Oh, yeah. The ones um, your mom got at the health food store are like kind of a vague shade of brown. Yep. And remember, uh, remember that uh, that song, the, a, a vague shade, a vague of, brown. shade of brown. That's right. Is <laughs> covered covered by uh, the Bangles. You know, it, it was the sequel. Are songs ever sequels? <laughs> yes, it actually, was, it was the sequel to "Paint It a Vague Shade of Brown." <laughs> I gonna, yeah, I was going to say a whiter shade of brown. Yeah. All these songs are, are like in a in a trilogy. Yeah, uh, there are sequels to songs because <laughs> I've, I just thought of another song. <laughs> okay, please. Brown on the Run. <laughs> I'm really pleased with that one. That doesn't even fit, and I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Br- <laughs> I've got Brown on the Run stuck in my head. Okay. Um, uh, you know, you know what was one of my favorite bands of the 2000s? The Brown Stripes. <laughs> nice, um, nice there one. are sequels to songs because you know the Metallica song The Unforgiven? Uh <laughs> yes. Okay. Cause they 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 wrote on and released on, on uh subsequent albums The Unforgiven Two and The no. Unforgiven Three, which you will be shocked to hear are, are not, not as, as good. good. <laughs> um I love that song Back in Brown. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you so it's about, much. It's about someone who used to work at UPS and uh, and they're just so excited to be getting back to like delivering packages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they started using that that song uh, as like a for UPS recruiting ads. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get back in brown. Get back in brown. Back in brown. Get back in brown. There we go. Okay. Uh, haves and have nots is what you were talking about. <laughs> um, right. And, uh, yeah, I don't know that fruit roll ups, pretty much all of my fruit leather memories. Like uh, eventually I think I did get my hands on some, but mm-hmm. I, I don't really remember. I definitely remember fruit roll ups when they, especially when they began coming out with, um, sheets that you could like punch shapes out of. Do you remember oh, those? Oh, I do. You could unroll them and they would have like perforations in different shapes and things like that. I feel, feel like this may have been like just as I was aging out of fruit leather. Yeah, yeah. Which um, makes sense because you're much younger than me. Three years yeah, has made uh-huh. a huge difference in our experience of fruit leather. <laughs> it used leather. to be a big difference. Like when I, when I was like, you know, 13 and you were 10. Yeah. <laughs> remember, big... remember those days on I the show? I remember those days. I thought you were so cool. <laughs> yeah. You knew so much about like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, right. That's that's probably what what I would have known about when I was 13. And cars. I like think different I was, kinds of cars. I would have been into horses and maybe U2's Octung Baby. Oh, I was super into U2's Octung Baby. That was the first CD I ever had. Except that I was I, I was more I was than older thirteen, than that. right? That came out in ninety one. Oh, so I was shoot. So I, I was, was 16. sixteen. I okay. was thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. even that even feels like a bigger difference. Like you know, if I was sixteen and and you were my friend and you were thirteen, that would be weird. Ooh, that would be gross. Yeah. Okay, Matthew, hold on. Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay, wait, 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 wait. Right. So, so, uh, so did so you get roll fruit roll ups when you were? I'm a kid? pretty sure that I got fruit roll ups a couple times. But what I really remember is Fruit by the Foot. Yes. Which came out, I think, when I was like really at that like upper age of of fruit leather consumption. Yeah, Uh, that makes sense. And old enough to like have opinions about the brand that my mom put in my life. Yes, I think probably my younger brothers got Fruit by the Foot. Yeah. I was stuck with with, like metric fruit. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So I I do remember these things fondly. I, I, uh, you know, it's funny because my mom was quite health foodie, but she still absolutely bought me stuff like this. Sure, which I appreciate. I, I, you know, deprivation is never a great idea. No. Did you have you uh, put fruit leather in June's lunch? So June loves these things called bear fruit rolls, okay, which, which we're going to taste today. Yeah, here we go. Okay, but so hold I on. feel like you I know, think we need to begin with a fruit roll up because if we're yeah. cheese plating this, wait, do are, are any of these strawberry? Ooh, this is um, blazing blue green. Absolutely, and this not. is sizzling red yellow. This is sizzling red yellow too. This seems so, like it's so, going to give me cancer it says instantly. Fruit, fruit flavored snack. So, so there's there's like no fruit anywhere near this because the flavor is sizzling red yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my favorite fruits. Well, we're going to get to the bottom of that in just a second. Are we going to open this now, uh, Matthew? This is already open. Wow. Oh my god. That's that's just a like a error at the factory. Also, that's the gushers are, don't even qualify as fruit leather. Oh my god, this is such a grave error. I can't even get over it. There yeah, you're is, right. This is bought, one of those things. Okay, Matthew explain what bought happens. a variety pack of fruit roll ups, fruit by the foot, and fruit gushers all in one box. 
and there are two or three packages of gushers in here, and one of them is open, torn open and empty. Right. It's not like the gushers fell into the box, like they just were never in here at all. This is one of these situations. Have you ever written like a letter to a company to complain about something that happened with the product? No, but would you like me to tell you about the time that I got really mad in Palm Springs and wrote um, a a screed on the back of a receipt? Yes, please. So we, ooh, Wait, is this sizzling this red? This is sizzling red, red yellow. yellow. Yeah, while you're telling the story, I'm going to start. Wait, hold on. I'm- Wait, get, do, it by the, do it by the mic. Oh. Oh, that sounds right. Yes. Because I, I want to, I like, un, unroll it and then remove it from the back. Okay, so right? this is a fruit roll-up, just to be clear, in case you didn't yeah. recognize the sound. I feel, I like, feel these like these are, these are rolled to, tighter than they used, used to be, to right? These used to come in different packaging. I don't think they... Oh, the packaging's definitely the different. The packaging is very different. Ooh. Here for you. Mm. <laughs> okay. Wow, this is Still pretty good. Wow. This is like a sour gummy. Yeah, this is candy. Oh, this is I like up. candy. Mm. So I love candy. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Cool. That is in no way related to actual fruit. Now, would it be a satisfying snack? Not really. Mm-hmm. No. This is like... Oh, I'd really enjoy eating this while watching TV, mm-hmm. but I'd have to eat many of them. And like whoever you were watching TV with would be driven insane by you peeling the <laughs> the sound of you peeling it off the backing. Okay, wait, I, I hold on. I've gotten our listeners all excited now to hear about my. Oh yes, yes, yes. So a couple. So I, I've been to Palm Springs a few times. Mm-hmm. And I've been I've been once now. So I know we, we have something new that we can talk about. So, oh, thank God. <laughs> um, anyway, usually we stay in an Airbnb and we like do all of our own cooking and stuff like that. But occasionally we go out to dinner. And once when June had we went for Christmas once and Brandon and June joined us and then they left and went to see Brandon's family in Florida. So it's just me, my mom and Ash. And we decided to go to the Parker, like this fancy hotel. Okay. You have fruit roll-ups stuck on your fingernail. (laughs) That's disgusting. Uh, We decided to go to the Parker Hotel and go to their- uh, Is that where Parker House Rolls came from? And go to their bar. Mm -hmm. uh, Because it's just like, it's a scene. And it's been a scene for a long time. So So we decided to go to the bar at the Parker and have like cocktails or something. And anyway, we went. I think I'd had like a Negroni or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And we ordered a few things off the bar menu, one of which was uh, like a trio of cheeses. And they had like a long list of cheeses that you could select from. And they sounded really good. And you looked at the list and you're like, how do I cheese plate this? Well, I looked at the list and I knew a number of these cheeses, right? Like, so I ordered some sort of like fancy French goat cheese rolled in ash and something else and whatever. And when the cheese plate came out, instead of this goat cheese rolled in ash from France, it was... Blatantly a slice of Humboldt fog. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And Humboldt fog is delicious mm-hmm. cheese, as everybody knows. I think it's made by Cypress Grove, California company. Right. Uh, so it was not French. It was not, it was just was not what they claimed it was. Sure. With my one cocktail in me, I was outraged. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was Live it. And anyway. Tell us what happened next, Cheese Karen. I. <laughs> this was not my finest moment. I got the receipt 
And, you know, of course, like we still ate the cheese and whatever. I wrote on the back of the receipt that they had insulted my intelligence. <laughs> was the word I used. And I told them that I knew that what they'd given us was Humboldt Fog and not whatever this French one was. Anyway, Ash wow. n- is never going to let me live it down. Right. As, as they shouldn't. No. Uh, anyway, so sometimes Ash likes to, um, you know, ask me if something has insulted my intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but uh, let's. OK, so hold on. I think we need to I need to taste another one of these. Do you remember when we did the dates episode? We talked about how in the desert, the high desert of California, you can get date shakes. And yeah. I was like, I've never had that. Now I've had one and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. really liked it. Hold on. Hold on. I'm unrolling the fruit by the foot. I'm very excited. The fruit by the foot. It's like, it's it's thirty six inches long. Ooh. Oh wow. Ooh, smell. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, this one is supposed to be strawberry flavored. This yeah. one actually claims to be related to to a fruit flavor as opposed to red green. What I like about fruit by the foot is like if you've ever wanted to eat masking tape, now you can. Oh, this tastes like my middle school years. Okay. What are? Do you remember any other flavors of your middle school years? Um. I feel like the most memorable. Definitely locker room. Yeah. The most memorable flavor of my middle school years was whatchamacallit bar because they sold them at like the student store. And so that became my my default candy bar of middle school. I got to say, fruit by the foot tastes a lot more like fruit. Mm -hmm. That's weird that they're not exactly the same. Fruit by the foot tastes a lot more like fruit than fruit roll-ups. But fruit roll-ups taste a lot more like candy. Mm -hmm. I like like them both. Mm Mm-hmm. I think this could have the strawberry flavor turned up a little bit. Absolutely. The fruit by the foot. Mm-hmm. 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 And the fruit roll-up could have the yellow flavor turned up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was getting mostly a red flavor. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about what these are. You know that, that Coldplay song, Yellow, is actually about a fruit roll. <laughs> it was all yellow, except when it, where it was red. Uh-huh. That's how it goes. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's just back up and and talk about fruit leather more broadly. Okay, so this I don't think you can get more broad than this than fruit by the foot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. But actually, it's not. It's not really broad. It's long. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, fruit leather is something that has been made for ages, like since since the early eighties, which is not something that I thought about. Prior to researching this, like honestly, it, me neither. It is a traditional way of using up and preserving an abundance of fruit. Like we can think of this as dried fruit. It's just that the fruit. Hold on, we're talking about fruit leather. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, Matthew. No, no, I, I have a question about fruit leather. You're probably going to get to it. Okay, so fruit leather is basically the same as dried fruit, except what we think of as dried fruits are usually dried whole, mm-hmm. whereas fruit leather is pureed and then dried. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the Wikipedia entry for dried fruit, you can find some gorgeous photos of fruit leather. I mean, like gorgeous fruit leather in photos. Can I can I ask my question now? Like in Armenia and stuff. Because this is a real this is a real question. This is not not a bit. In like olden times, what did they spread the fruit puree on for drying? Like cheesecloth, papyrus. Papyrus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. The um, Rosetta Stone. Maybe they just spread it on like sheet pans. Did they have like how old are we? Are we talking like prehistoric or like 19th century or somewhere in between? I don't know. They would have had to puree the fruit. Okay. 
But, so, but like you could you could mortar and pestle fruit. Yeah, like sure. In in Stone Age times. Can we move on? Okay. <laughs> so you can find a lot of recipes online for fruit leather. I didn't read many of the ones that I found, but the one at simply <laughs> the one at simply recipes looked pretty good. Okay. Um, it had a lot of helpful info in the comments too. Um, the the simply recipes recipe had recommended spreading the puree on like um, a heavy duty um, like heat safe plastic wrap, which okay. a, a lot of people were up in arms about. So to be clear, you could also spread it on parchment, papyrus. papyrus. Yeah, parchment paper seems like it would make sense. Totally, or um, silicone, like a yeah, silicone like a liner. Uh, anyway, but the basic gist of it is that you take some fruit, you cook it, you can add sweetener to it if it needs it, mm-hmm. a little bit of lemon juice. Pectin is is a traditional addition, just to like make it hold together. I more, think so. Kind of. yeah. I think so because some fruits are very low in pectin, yeah. right? And then you puree that cooked fruit. And you spread it on a sheet pan or papyrus or whatever. And you would bake it in a low oven for many hours, uh, like 12 hours, right. if not more. Uh, apparently, it was also made by sun drying back in the day. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and now let's talk about like commercial fruit leathers, on the other hand. Okay, yeah. When where, when, and where did those begin? Well, so actually, I found an article um, on Thrillist. Uh, right. The article is by um, Gabriella Gershenson about the origin of, of fruit roll-ups, which we think okay. of as like kind of the, I think of them as like the dominant American market fruit roll. And I, I, I would, if you ask me, I would say they were invented in the 80s, were first marketed in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, sure. Okay, so he, here's the deal. So they were, they were okay. first marketed in 1983, Okay, but we're going to we're going to go back here. So uh, we'll link to this Thrillist article uh, on the uh, in the old show notes. Okay, but anyway, uh, the origin story of fruit roll ups dates way before 1983. It dates back to a Syrian family in New York City. Oh, at like the turn of the 20th century. So early 1900s. Okay. Wow. Okay. So um, the product we know as fruit roll-ups, it goes back to a Syrian fruit product called Amardine, which is an apricot fruit leather. Wow. And there was a small Syrian community in New York City, you know, in the early 1900s, where you could buy this stuff at a little sweets shop called George Shaloub and Son. It was located uh, on 65 Washington Street. Okay. George Shaloub imported like these massive sticky sheets of apricot paste from Syria. And for just a few cents, a clerk would snip off a piece of it and hand it to you. And you you could like ask for like what size of, of snippings you wanted? I'm guessing maybe like in grams or yeah. something. So, uh, so Ray. Uh, I think people are going after the counter just being like kind of, eh, like kind of a square, kind of like this. Sure. So Ray Shaloub, who's a great grandson of, of George, uh, he says people called it shoe leather because it was tough as shoe leather. <laughs> Good one, uh, Ray. Anyway, Ray now runs Joseph Shaloub and Sons, which is the maker of a brand of fruit rolls called Joray, 
which was the first like widely marketed brand of fruit rolls in this right. country. So hold on. The story of Joray comes out of that original family. I wouldn't be surprised if that was like the brand that my parents were getting before fruit roll-ups happened. I bet. So um, so Little Syria, uh, unfortunately, was torn down in the 1940s to make way for the Battery Tunnel sure. in New York City. And many of the Arab-owned businesses there relocated to Brooklyn, um, I guess Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. Oh, which sure. Still Still a largely Middle Eastern neighborhood. So George, you know, originally it was George Shaloub and son. So George's son, Joseph, uh, got his 12-year-old son involved in the business, his son, Louis. They renamed the shop Joseph Shaloub and son. Okay. And Louis became, like, grew up being kind of the master baker there. When he was, you know, a young man, he went off to serve in the Korean War. And he came home basically wanting to change his relationship to this family sweets business. He decided to take it away from being a retail business and to turn it into more of a wholesale business, selling single size, individually packaged pieces of Amardine. If they are not already adapting this into a multi-generational family saga series on on a streaming service like like Pachinko, like why not? I know, right? The story of, of fruit leather. Yeah. Anyway, so Louis, Louis Shaloub, uh, named the company Joray, which was a combination of his two sons. Joseph names. and Ray, okay. And they brought their first individually packaged, like single serving fruit roll to the market in 1960. Uh, they made them by hand. Wow. Yeah. Like, like spreading the stuff. I believe so. Okay. I mean, I think they used to do it like a few pounds of apricots at a time. Uh, and slowly they mechanized the process, improved their factories, etc. They still make fruit rolls today. You've probably seen them. The brand is spelled J-O-R-A-Y. I am 99% sure that that is the brand that I used to put in December's lunch. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think they were sold like, you know, in uh, like like Crocs in the produce section. That at sounds QFC. right. Yep. That sounds right. Well, so here's the thing. So they now have more flavors than just the original apricot. Sure. But they all use as their base... Uh, dried Turkish apricots. That makes sense just like uh, texture-wise, sure. I imagine. Yeah. And the rolls are cold-pressed and they're dried uh, at like cooler temperatures, I think. What do you maybe. think the drying room looks like? Like how do they get the air circulating around all of these like flat? I have no without, idea. Without, without them all blowing away. <laughs> right? Do you really think that the fruit leather is going to blow away? Well, but like well, I guess how, how strong the fans are. I think I think they're pretty strong. Huh. Wow. Well, anyway, so apparently there was like a a news article sort of telling the story of Joray fruit rolls in the early 1970s. And the company Sunkist was like, ooh, we should get on this train. Right. And so Sunkist in the early 70s started marketing their own version of fruit rolls. Sunkist, which I thought of as mainly like a maker of orange soda. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. So, you know, so slowly, uh, you know, this was probably getting a wider reach in across the U.S., right? And then General Mills was like, oh, we want to get in on this action, too. They started developing their fruit roll in the mid-1970s. They started testing it in 1979, and they brought out fruit roll-ups in 1983, and that fully knocked Sunkist out of the market. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like 
First of all, I think the fruit roll-ups we have here today, I think they have gotten worse in one particular way, which yes. is that the the key advantages of the fruit roll-up that that I you know remember from when kids started having them in the eighties were they didn't it didn't stick to itself, so you could like unroll the whole thing really quickly yes. and not be fighting with it, and that that's a problem with the current ones. Yes. Like it was not as easy to unroll. It didn't stick to the cellophane, so it was easy to peel off. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still still the case, and it was ninety percent sugar. Yes. Well, so here's the here's the thing. So fruit fruit roll ups were like a huge success, right? I mean, it introduced more Americans to the idea of fruit leather. Yeah. And you know the thing is, is of course fruit roll ups totally outcompeted Jore. Jore still exists, but the thing is, is because the whole market got bigger, Jore also became more successful. Oh, it's so it's like when uh, the Serial podcast came out, and all of a sudden a bunch more people started listening to our podcast because they were like, "Well, uh, we listened. Podcasts. We listened. We finished listening to that show we liked. What's, what's another show that's not as good? <laughs> yeah, we're so similar to Serial, <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I mean. That really did happen. Like, really? The biggest bump our show ever got was after, like, all these people who had never heard of podcasts, like, listened to Serial and then, you know, kept listening to podcasts. I had yeah. no idea. That's fascinating. Well, that's what happened with Fruit Leather. Yeah. The thing is, is that Jore or Jore, I keep saying it differently, basically their product actually contains real fruit. Makes sense. Which now, you know, fruit roll ups, stuff like that really does not. So Jore has continued to differentiate itself by by being made from real fruit. Now, um, purely anecdotally, I feel like this product type like peaked and is in decline because like when I went to the co-op, which is like our local, you know, health food, natural food store, I expected to see like, you know, a whole aisle of fruit leather and there really aren't that many to choose from. There's like, you know, there's like 3D fruit snacks kind of kind of like grabbed a lot of the kid market like gushers and like other stuff. I I think that that there are still some companies that are going strong with it. Like you've gotten a couple of these individually packaged stretch island ones yeah, here. Yeah, that's another one that I used to put in December's line. Anyway, but I think that like one thing that's happened with this market is basically not that long ago, uh within the last 10 years, there was a lawsuit against General Mills, the, oh, the maker okay. of both fruit roll-ups and fruit by the foot, basically saying that y- you can't claim these contain fruit anymore because they don't contain any actual <laughs> right. fruit except pear juice concentrate. So uh, if you look up, for instance, fruit roll-ups on Wikipedia, they describe it as a flat pectin-based fruit-flavored snack yep, rolled into a tube. It says on here, like in that FDA font, fruit-flavored snacks. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think what happened is the market changed. You know, you started with a thing that was actually made from fruit. General Mills figured out how to basically turn it into candy, and that took the market by storm, but then they had to kind of, uh, they got a big slap on the wrist. Okay. Since 2014, I think all the marketing has removed the idea that these are healthy. But it, it seems like that should like provide an opening for the like the ones made with actual fruit. Which but, I think it has yeah. to be fair. I mean, because okay. I still have a kid who is like of the age where we pack lunches, and. I mean, bare fruit rolls, which we're yeah, going to taste in a minute. These are new to the market. Stretch Island, I think, is still going strong. Yeah. Is Stretch Island a real island that's, <laughs> that's like 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the stretchier islands. It is. Okay. It is. You can really. You can. Um, every year they have a special competition to see who can stretch it the farthest. And and stretch Armstrong always wins. Yeah. Who, I mean, who can stretch the island the farthest? Not yes. stretch themselves. Okay. No. No. So, no. Stretch Armstrong doesn't have much of an advantage in stretching islands. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. So fruit by the foot, strangely, is also made by General Mills. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, so, it, it comes in the same box as fruit roll-ups, so I kind of guessed. Yes. Anyway, fruit by the foot came out uh, in 1991 or 1992, so almost 10 years after fruit roll-ups. And it never claimed to be a healthy thing. Right. Um, it is it basically, claimed to be a lengthy thing. It did. Uh, it's basically a fruit candy sold in 36-inch long rolls. Yeah. And um, I like it. And you we know, also, I, like, even though this isn't fruit leather, in the same box we got Gushers. Like, it's been a long time since you've talked about Gushers in terms of, like, a menstrual accident. I just got my period today. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hold on. We're trying a Stretch Island Great. cherry one. Do you want to hear the, the ingredient list of uh, fruit roll-ups? No. Okay. Great. Hmm. This is, like, a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. This is, this is how I remember fruit leather. This, uh, oh, so this is a cherry-flavored Stretch Island. I want to taste the grape flavor. You know, this is nice. This tastes like dried fruit. Yeah. this. I mean, yeah, this tastes like, like you know, 1980 to me. Mm-hmm. And not in a bad way. No, I, I enjoyed, I think I enjoyed 1980. Oh, yeah. No, I, it, was, it, was, it was probably my best year, and it's been entirely downhill since there. Mm, okay. Mm, the grape one. Mm, mm-hmm. Pretty mm. good. Can we taste this Trader Joe's one? Yeah. Okay, this is an organic apple strawberry fruit wrap. Now, as I recall, the Trader Joe's fruit leather, they used to have like single fruit flavors and those were the ones that December liked. And then they only, they switched to only having these like multiple like apple strawberry that uh, they thought were not as good. I never really tried any of them, so. Wow, this is tougher than the Stretch Island. Okay. Mm. I mean, I want my fruit leather to mm. be tough, tough like shoe leather. Mm. I like that. It's got more mm-hmm. acidity. Mm-hmm. I like it too. Than the Stretch Island. Mm. Stretch Island is lacking in acidity. So I bought this thing just because it sounded fun. This is also Trader Joe's Organic Grape Mango Peel-Away Fruit Leather Buttons. So I don't, I don't even know what this is going to look like inside. Oh, I see. Oh, wow. It's like... Um, it's like fruit by the foot, but... But like, they're like little buttons shaped. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. These are cute. Hmm. Hmm. They're like <laughs> peculiarly smooth and don't really taste like anything. They have literally no flavor but they are fun mm-hmm. like I, I i had a lot of fun peeling i that really circle like up. this trader joe's fruit wrap i do too 
Okay, I want to. And I liked how on the on the shelf it said uh, like perfect for your kid or for you. Mmm. So bare fruit rolls. June's really into these. I like the packaging a lot. This contains Does apples. Does that come with like a sticker or something? Yes. It comes with like a little little trading card. Oh, wow. And I'm going to be buying more of these. Anyway, this contains apples, pears, strawberries, black carrot extract. And June really likes these. I've never tasted them. <laughs> okay. Can you explain what's going on here with this with this uh, sports store score? I know you're the sporting expert Oops. on our team, so uh, this is like this is a card. It's like a bear playing miniature golf, hmm. and uh, it's meant to. It says 38 out of 50, and it's meant to be sort of like a baseball card, I think. So there's like a box score on the back, and it says Bears greatest games sports score mini golf speed eight, intelligence seven, strength six, skill nine, endurance five. I don't understand. Are these like the Bears stats or are these like a rating of like like how much of these things it takes to play mini golf in general? I have a lot of questions. I'm going to I'm going to like write I don't my questions. Think that's very good. Oh, this is this is an interesting shape. Isn't that interesting? So June really likes those. I think I prefer. In fact, I know I prefer. There's Trader Joe's one. I don't dislike the bear. It's much better than that Trader Joe's one that didn't taste like anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try as the last one. Let's try this solely fruit jerky. Now this... It's a little on the thick side. This so, looks like... Yeah. My dog vomited in the car yesterday. <laughs> yeah. and this is a little bit like... I mean, dried like pineapple what? always has that, that particular color. Um, yeah, Wife of the Show, Lori, uh, uh, we, were, we were shopping together at the co-op because now, we're, now that we're empty nesters, that's, uh, that's our main form of entertainment. And, uh, and she was like, you should get that one. I'm like, Ooh. I don't know if this even counts as fruit leather. Mm. Mm. I mean, dried pineapple is great, so it's going to be good, right? Mm. Mm. So good. This is great. Oh. Mm. 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 So this is half of a pineapple. Yeah, it says it says on it one half of an organic pineapple, and then there's like, after you peel it off, it says like on the packaging behind it, you just ate one half of a whole pineapple, but it doesn't say whether that's good or bad to do. <laughs> is it high in fiber? No. Okay, great. Zero added sugars, but a fair amount of sugar. Oh, it's, this is delicious. Love that. You can kill it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Is it really a half a pineapple? Is it like a small pineapple? Because <laughs> like, I know pineapple is mostly water, but I still feel like if I ate half of, <laughs> half a pineapple, that would, would you, be a lot. Would you look take. at this mess we've made? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a picture. Okay. I think maybe we can put pictures in, in, our, in our episode, in our show notes now. Maybe. I'll ask, I'll ask Abby. Anyway, if we if we can, this is a good one. Wow, I feel a little gross now. Yeah, this was I I. This is a lot of dried. I love the things stuff. you taught me about about the history of fruit leather and the Shaloub family. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do want to watch that show. It'll be like Empire, only instead of rap music, it'll be fruit leather. I, I wonder if it's gonna have like a. Peaky Blinders vibe to it. It like might that have kind a Peaky Blinders business. Like uh, those, like like uh, old timey gangsters. Yes, Killian okay. Murphy. Yeah, and somebody else. I've never seen it, but I love saying Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. You know, I gotta say, I- I'm all for like the little the little Trader Joe's foil packaged fruit wrap. I feel like Stretch Island was fine. It was harmless. Fruit roll-ups, I would eat as candy. Yep, agreed. Fruit by the foot needs a little more flavor. Can I open the gushers just because oh, they're dear. here? 
And not gonna bear, open the gushers because the packaging is uh, uh, adult proof. Bear fruit rolls, that was fine. Yeah, I just I, don't care. Yeah, I think I I agree. Like pretty much down the line with that. Great. Mmm. Mm-hmm. How's that? Pretty good. A gusher. Mm-hmm. Also candy. Are they? F- Wait a minute. Are they full of something? Mm-hmm. Ew. Really? Yeah. Petroleum. <laughs> 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 Ew. Mm-hmm. God, this is terrible. <laughs> God, who would eat these? That's horrible. <laughs> Me. One thing we didn't talk about that's really important is that like one of the cool ways to eat a fruit roll up was to wrap it around your finger and kind of suck it off so it would fuse to your finger. I didn't mean to say suck it off. <laughs> you totally did that. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's do some segments. Okay. Um, how about a now but wow? Yes. So I think I'm kind of late to the game here, but you've heard of Diaspora Company. Diaspora I, think we, I think we've mentioned them on the show before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that we've talked about their turmeric before, which is um, my ter- my favorite turmeric. So um, all of these spices are sourced from like actual small farms in, uh, I believe, in India and, and elsewhere, I think. Yeah. Maybe only India. Yeah, that's a good question. Anyway, it is a queer female-owned company. Sana Javeri Kadri is a is a friend of mine, I should say. Excellent. Um, anyway, but she's running a great company. She is sourcing delicious herbs and spices, and I had no idea how broad their range now yeah. is. So not only do they have turmeric and like wonderful types of peppers and um, chai and things like that. But they also have whole nutmeg that looks gorgeous. Uh, ground ginger that I bet is incredibly fragrant. Vanilla I think they sell coriander seeds. They do sell yeah. coriander seeds. Yep. Mustard seeds, I believe, too. Vanilla beans they now have. And nice. they have a cacao powder, too, Ooh. that I'm really curious to okay. try. So anyway, I wanted to mention them again because they just, they've grown so much, I think, since the last time I ordered turmeric. Yeah. And uh, I was pretty pumped to see it. So congratulations, Sana. And um, everybody, buy some delicious spices from Diaspora Co. Yeah, um, the thing, I will say the thing that I always say, like, you know, especially, I feel like Indian cooking in particular has gotten more popular uh, mm-hmm. because of the Instant Pot. And like, if you are, if you are doing any sort of uh, of South Asian cooking at home, like when you look at the the prices for these spices, it'll be like, oh, like that seems expensive, but it goes a long way and good spices that you grind yourself really do make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And once you, once you like get your supply in, it's just going to like keep you going and you will like look at a recipe and be like, oh, okay, I have all those spices. I'm going to make this. I've also found that buying spices from Diaspora Co. makes for a really nice gift. Yes. Yeah, I I have, uh, if any of my family members are listening to this, you know that I enjoy giving these spices as gifts. So anyway, you can go to www.diasporaco.com. We'll link to it in the show notes. But anyway, get your spices there. Yeah. What is the name of this new segment? I think, I know we, it says here what we're snacking on, but uh, the song goes, hey, whatcha snacking? Oh, I think, I think it seems like call- the segment should be called whatcha, whatcha snacking. Snackin'. Hey, whatcha snacking? You gotta tell me what you're snacking, or I'll release the kraken. So what you snacking? What you snacking? What you snacking, Matthew? Okay, Lori, wife of the show, Lori, 
um, I should specify, okay. made uh, lemon oat bars from Sarah Kiefer's 100 cookies. I would offer you one now, but we just ate a lot of fruit candies. And the technique is similar to the chocolate hazelnut bars, which are pretty much my favorite cookie. They don't have the same chewy texture because they don't have a bunch of melted chocolate in them. But they're a really good lemon cookie with a, with a nice, uh, nice oaty uh, topping. Yum. Uh, How about you? What you snacking? I've been snacking, well, for one thing, a lot of Trader Joe's milk chocolate with 30% whole hazelnuts. One of the best candies you can buy. Oh, my God. It's, you know, it's in the freezer. Se- it's always like up above the freezer section. At or least. sometimes right by the cash register. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes it is there. It's in um, uh, kind of a, a pale blue and white cardboard. Yep. Anyway, it's a candy bar. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. good. I've so gotten, good. Have you tried the dark chocolate with 30% whole no, hazelnut? No, but I saw it. Uh, yeah, I have. It's, don't I don't bother. It's, it's not, it's, it's not worth really it. This is really made to be a milk chocolate bar. Okay. Yep. Uh, and the other thing, actually, can you tell that my family just went to Trader Joe's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, because the other thing I want to mention is Trader Joe's Pain au lait with chocolate, yeah. little chocolate chips in them. Are these from the series that's actually like imported frozen from France? I have no idea but they look exactly like these little kind of industrial-looking finger-shaped rolls that my host brothers in France mm-hmm. used to eat after school. So it's basically like a, almost like a brioche type roll with like little tiny shards of chocolate in oh, it. Oh, yes. I've had these. They're very good. Can you stick your finger into them and like Probably. suck it off? Yep. <laughs> Knew you were going there. <laughs> anyway, um, our producer is Abby Circatella. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Hope and you're enjoying our new website. I'm very happy with it. Like now, you can go to the website spilledmilkpodcast.com, and uh, like you can see the transcripts. You can uh, you can see the whole episode description there with all the things we say we're going to link, like a like a regular pod, regular old podcast. Wow! Thank you for working on that. The the podcast. Really, uh, it is um, in my debt. It owes so much to the skills and steadfastness of yeah. Matthew Amster Burton. Well, I mean, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to like, uh, you know, raise my child to take over uh, my uh, my podcasting business. <laughs> oh, I, I did. Are you retiring? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh yeah. Sorry, did I not tell you before the episode? Oh, no. Oops. <laughs> uh, well, good thing I've got a thriving Substack to shout out. Oh, and how do people find that? Mm, they find it at mollyweisenberg.substack.com. And uh, it's called I've Got a Feeling. I write personal essays there and uh, occasionally interview people who I admire. And uh, yeah, I, I put out one post a month for free. And the other weekly posts are all for paid subscribers only. So join me at mollyweisenberg.substack.com. Well worth it. I'm a paid subscriber. Yay. Um, you can uh, hang out with other people who listen to the show at reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk. It's a community of nice people who talk about nice foods. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, that's their tagline. And uh, oh, and if you want to, if you want to like ask us something or or like respond to the to uh, something we said on the show, contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com. That's right. And in the meantime, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. You just ate half of a whole podcast. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg, and I'm Matthew Amsterburn. just spit on myself hop hop hooray nordstrom rack's got sweet deals on everything easter which is sunday march 31st get to nordstrom rack now and save on kate spade new york two-faced 
Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find?